This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. The NFL celebrates youth and high school football year-round through camps, activities, NFL flag, and tackle leagues. The Play Football Initiative provides a fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels, equipping young people with key life skills that are building blocks to success on and off the field. Hey everyone, it's Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and we're continuing our tour across America honoring the uh, Don Shula Award nominees. Uh, We're talking to all of the winners from the teams this year, the Coach of the Year, and right now we're in the state of Minnesota. Going to bring in uh, Chris Menson, the head coach at Simley High School, the Vikings Coach of the Year. And uh, he also won a state championship along the way this year. And uh, Coach is on the line right now to talk about uh, a fantastic year, the award, and everything going on within his program. Thanks for taking the time, Coach. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, you know, I, in preparing for the interview with you, I saw one um, story about you that I, I wanted to start with because I think it's very, very interesting. Um, and it talked about culture. Now, everybody talks about culture these days. But one of the things that I didn't tell you before I started rolling some tape here is I'm a huge high school wrestling fan growing up in Pennsylvania. We know how to wrestle there. And uh, we know Minnesota does as well. And uh, similarly, the high school there is a big, big power when it comes to, to high school wrestling 15 state champs, you win your first high school football championship there. Uh, so kind of, you know, sharing the glory with the wrestling team. And my question is this, I'm sure you had to do something to to improve the culture there where you're a wrestling school and now you're becoming a football school. How did you do that? You know, Jeff, I think it really started in the weight room for us. Um, the wrestling program has a, a culture where they all work together in the weight room. They, they work out five, six times a week. And uh, I sat down with our athletic director, Will Short, who's also the head wrestling coach, and just kind of talked to him about his plan and, and how he gets his guys committed and bought into the weight room. And I use a lot of those same ideas. We, we work out together. Uh, you know, we, we try to make sure we stick to the same program day after day, week after week. And it allows us to build that brotherhood in the weight room, and then it translates into the, the, the football field as well. Um, you know, I'll say that when you when you sweat together, when you work together, things just have a way of uh, working out in the, in the field as well. Yeah, and and years ago, I became friends with uh, David Alexander, former NFL lineman who's been coaching in in Oklahoma and high school football, and we began this conversation about wrestling. Trust me, we're going to talk a little bit more football here, but I want to kind of blend it together because what Dave and I spoke about was how wrestling is so good for football. He, he, he loved going in and stealing a wrestler here or there from the wrestling room and all that. And I, I just wanted to get your take on the, the comparisons between the two sports and why football coaches, not just Alexander, there's a lot I've talked to over the years that say, you know, wrestlers make great football players and vice versa, by the way. So I wanted to know what your take is on that. Oh, I 100% agree. Um, wrestlers are tough. They're gritty. You know, they, they know what it takes to win in a fight. Um, and, and they know how to bring people together as well. You know, wrestling is very much an individual sport, but they still have to be a part of a team and work together day in and day out. And, and I love that atmosphere and that aspect of, of uh, what wrestling can bring. Um, you know, football, we need all kinds of different athletes. You know, we need tall guys to go up and get a pass like a basketball player. We need shorter, quicker guys to go out and, you know, run the ball around the edge like a, like a soccer player or a wrestler. And, and wrestling just brings that kind of that edge, you know, and, and uh, I've, I've got a good relationship with our wrestling program. 
he gives me a lot of his guys and I send him a lot of my big guys to work on their hips and their footwork and, and their toughness. And it's, uh, it's been a good, uh, uh, give-and-take relationship over the last couple of years. Beautiful. Chris Metzen is on the line, the Minnesota Vikings Coach of the Year. He's now a finalist for the Don Shula Award. And, uh, Coach, let's let's talk about um, when you kind of think that your program, the football players, kind of caught on to that culture change. I mean, was there a moment in time where you're like, okay, we're moving in the right direction? Because in that interview I saw earlier, you're like, hey, we're kind of a 500 program for a long time and all that. Where what, where, where did the light go off in your mind uh, that said, hey, we're, we're ready to challenge for a state title? You know, I've been at Summit Coaching now for 12 years, and um, the previous head coach did a great job of starting the tradition of understanding what it takes to win. We just weren't quite there. Uh, and when I had the opportunity to take over, um, I just told, told our kids from, from day one, you know, don't be afraid to be great. Don't be afraid to be excellent. I think that we were just, we were okay. Like you said, with being 500, we were okay with being mediocre. Um, and I said, don't be afraid guys, you've got it in you. Uh, if you play together, we have what it takes. Uh, I was fortunate to have a phenomenal first senior class back in 2019. Those guys really bought into the idea. Uh, they worked together. They brought each other up rather than putting each other down. And um, that kind of started the ball rolling, so to speak. And then this year's senior class, I mean, I, I, I saw it last year in these guys when they were juniors. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. They had that that heart that you look for in high school football players who aren't always the most talented uh, but they have that that heart in them, and uh, this year we challenged them a lot in practice. We challenged them in the summer, went to a team camp, and competed at a high level. Um, and every day in practice, we put them in competition type uh, situations where they got to compete against each other for you know whether it's less laughs at the end of practice or or you know kind of that bragging rights that, that they look for. Um, but it it seemed to pay off. You know they pushed each other. And after one or two games, the, putting up the points that we did and holding the de- holding the other uh, team's offense like we did on defense, I knew we had something special. These guys banded together. They trust each other. They loved each other. And, and it, it was starting to roll early on. Talk a little bit about the staff and, and putting your staff together. One of the things I love about high school football is is so many times, right? You've got guys that played for their high school team and uh, go out and do whatever it is, and all of a sudden they're back there coaching. Tell me, tell me about the makeup of, of your staff, uh, what you did to bring people together. What are the things you look for uh, when you're bringing guys in to be a part of a, of a winning culture and all that? Uh, you, do you have a couple of mantras you have along the way? You know, it's, it's, it's funny. I would say of my 15 guys, I think 11 or 12 are former Simley players. Mm. Um, and I, that's one of the big things I look for is guys that care about the program and guys that care about the kids they're coaching. You know, as you know, in high school sports, we don't get paid uh, to, to, to coach. You know, we're, <laughs> we're here because we love the sport and, and we love what we're doing. And they have to really care about the players. Uh, if if they feel like they can't do that, then I can find somebody else. Um, they have to. That's kind of my biggest thing is is developing relationships with young men and pushing young men to be great and develop them for something better in their lives. And the guys that I have are phenomenal. They're all, for the most part, except for I think one. I coached them when I was here at Simley, and so I've seen that development in them. I know their families. I know what they've come from, and I know what great young men they're becoming themselves and I wanted them to be great mentors for our kids and and that's kind of what I what I look for you know are you 
passionate about the sport? Do you care about your, the players you're going to coach? And are you willing to, to be a, a positive mentor in these young men's lives? Yeah, uh, talking with Chris Menson, uh, Simley High School, the Minnesota Vikings Coach of the Year finalist for the uh, Don Shula Award here on the NFL Play Football Podcast. Coach, you, you mentioned you were an assistant there before you got the head job four years ago. You mentioned that you coached a lot of these guys. So that sounds to me like you got a pretty young staff there, and I was just curious how, how beneficial that is. I mean, uh, I, I told you, you know, I'm 62 years old, so it's becoming a young man's game, right? Is, is that the same thing in high school football, that you, you need that connectivity? you know some younger guys out there that have that youth and enthusiasm and of course the connection that you said to the program i sure think it helps you know the energy level that that's at our practice is phenomenal you know i i remember starting off when i was 24 years old and hip and hopping around and 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 having fun with the guys and and i haven't changed much uh if you ask our players if you ask our coaches i'm probably the one that, that has the highest energy but these younger guys match it you know and they're able to come to practice they, they connect very well with the young uh, players that we have, and they're able to develop that relationship um, in, in a great way. You know, and, and that is to say that we also need some of those guys who, who uh, are, have a little more uh, experience as well. We've got a couple guys on the staff who are a little older, and they bring you know, just a different perspective as well. I think you need a good balance of mm-hmm. that young and old on, on the staff, and, and, uh, and, and if you can find that balance, you can, you can have a great – uh, positive effect on the kids. And when did you, you know, when did it come to your mind that, you know, coaching was something you wanted to do? I, I see in your background that you, you grew up in, in Iowa. You, you played a lot of different sports for, I think, 12 uh, letters I saw in the Vikings news release about you. Where, where, where did the, the the idea come that you wanted to be a coach? And, and the kind of a two-part question then, because I always like that we borrow in football, right? Uh, there's no original offense or defense, right? We all borrow. So I'm, I'm sure there's some coaches along the way that have impacted you uh, in the profession. So when when did it dawn on you, and 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 who are some of the guys that made an impact, and you kind of uh, mimic as you go through your career? You know, it didn't really dawn on me until I, I kind of fell backward into my position. Um, I started off at, outside of college, working for a small charter school in Twin Cities here, and they were just starting a football program. Uh, we didn't even compete in the MSHSL, uh, the state football league. We had to kind of play different smaller teams around the area. Uh, but I was willing to help out because I was passionate about the sport and I wanted to see the sport grow. And after my first taste of coaching uh, at that charter school, I felt like this was something I could do long term. Uh, at that time, I was still trying to play ball as well. I was playing semi-pro football here in the Twin Cities, trying to get a look at, at a tryout somewhere, uh, realizing that I may be past the prime and, and understanding that coaching might be the best way I can uh, still experience football and, and give back a little bit. Um, and, and truthfully, I, I think that that passion I have came from, like you said, a lot of the coaches along the way. I know some that come to mind are uh, Coach Miller, Coach Silvers, and Coach Haydenfeld at, at, back at Solon High School in Iowa. Um, those three men really shaped my, my life. I mean, they, they are phenomenal leaders. Um, they were unbelievable mentors for me. Coach uh, Kevin Miller uh, has led Solon to four state championships. Uh, his son is actually playing at North Dakota State. They play for a, a national championship in, uh, this weekend, and he's just a phenomenal guy. He's someone that I uh, I communicate with often, um, and uh, he and I chat about life, family, faith, and football all the time, and he's just a great guy. Uh, I'll also say that my college coaches, you know, Coach Glenn Mason and Coach Mitch Browning had a lot to do with where I'm at today as well. 
Um, you know, playing for the Gophers was an unbelievable experience, and I was surrounded by some amazing football minds, and I, and I learned a lot, uh, a lot more, I think, technically about the game than I ever did uh, playing the game. So that was that was kind of fun to be around as well. Yeah, and and you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about too, and I noticed this in the, in the Vikings uh, news release about you being their their coach of the year, is you uh, were academic All Big Ten when you were at University of Minnesota there, oh eight and oh nine. So as we turn our attention to some of the players. Tell me about your um, approach to making sure that student stands out in student athlete. Well, as you know, I'm a teacher as well, you know, and, yep. and we, one of the things we discussed at the beginning of the year is the importance of education. Uh, at some point in everyone's life, playing football is going to end. It's just, the, it's just the fact of life. You will not be able to play football your entire life, but you'll be a professional in whatever you choose to be, uh, you know, for the rest of your life. And so we focus a ton on academics. Uh, we, we do wake, weekly grade checks. Um, you know, I have access to those, uh, to, to their grades online and we can discuss that. If kids get behind, I try to meet with them and we discuss kind of wh- what can we do to get them back on track. I meet with the teachers that, um, you know, if they have any issues arise in the, in the school. Being in the school has been a huge benefit for me. And I think the emphasis just comes in the fact that we push our guys. You know, it, it's, it's great to be an okay student. But if you can excel and be a tremendous student, well, then your opportunities to play at the next level can go up, too. Chris Menson on the line, the uh, Vikings coach of the year, Simley High School state champs in 4A. And, and let's we can't get every young man's name in on this podcast, but I want to get some in here because uh, you talked earlier about you had some good leadership coming into the year. Uh, I'm sure that paid off because you were trailing Hutchinson in the in the 4A championship game. And I think I read uh, 14 points in about a 2-minute and 38-second span in the fourth quarter to, to pick up the championship 34-24 uh, win so let's get some of the kids in there that were leaders for you whether it was on the field off the field combination of everything who were some of the young men that uh, that brought Simley its first state football championship I think the first uh four that come to mind are my captains my senior captains each one of them played multiple years for me and had huge impacts on the field Caden Renslow was our uh, quarterback two-year starter uh heady kid tough kid took over that state championship game he ran for two touchdowns and threw for two as well um and just had a really gritty performance our running back was gavin nelson another senior leader he was a four-year starter for us uh he's actually going to wrestle for the university of minnesota um you know we mentioned wrestlers this kid is one of the toughest kids i've met uh, in my coaching career but he's also one of the greatest you know down-to-earth kids as well He's a yes coach, no coach kind of a kid. You ask him run through the wall, he'll ask you how many walls. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. that kind of a kid. Uh, Tavion McCoy was kind of our all-everything. He was a receiver, a running back. He actually had a pick six to seal the game in the championship game. Uh, just had some phenomenal plays down the stretch. Uh, was a big play threat for us. And then David Goggins was a defensive start, starter for us for two years. Uh, and he actually caught... Uh, two big catches and had an interception and a fumble recovery in the state championship game as well. So all four guys, you know, phenomenal players, great student athletes, and great leaders off the field as well. 
And let's talk about the, not the award itself, I'll save that question for last for you because it is a team award, right? A partnership between you, your staff, uh, the players, the administration and all that. But what I wanted to talk about, and, and we said it at the top, you know, we're traveling the country talking to all the Don Shula nominees here as we as we head toward the award at the Pro Bowl. And, and I, I wanted you to talk about, and I know the Vikings do so much, I mean, the state championship games are at U.S. Bank and all that. What does it mean to you as, as the coach of a program to know that the Vikings are reaching down and, and doing all they can to promote the sport, promote the profession, all those sort of things. It's so cool. I mean, obviously the Vikings, you know, watching the Vikings play on Sundays is like, you know, the pinnacle of football at times, but to see that they're reaching down and, and, and they, they want to involve the, the younger levels is, is a really, really amazing feeling. Um, and obviously, like you said, I'm, I'm unbelievably humbled to receive this award, but, I think that the, the, to see them going into the high schools and, and, and you know, uh, putting them on a pedestal is, is kind of a big deal, and it makes football even more fun for those kids who are uh, looking to play or younger kids uh, who are thinking about playing. I think it's, it's another opportunity to build our sport in that way. And it's highly unusual around America for not only the championships to be played in, in a pro stadium, but you guys play the state semis there. So what was it like for you and your staff to be sitting there calling plays and trying to win championships just like that team, like you mentioned, is playing on a Sunday? Oh, it, was, it was amazing. You know, it, obviously walking into that stadium, uh, was the feeling was second to none. You know, I mean, you, you walk in and it's just, it's a phenomenal stadium to begin with. It, it's when you look out, you can see the skyline on the one side of the field, outside the windows, you know, and it was just a, a very, very neat place to play. But at the same time, I'm trying to impart on our on our players, it's just another football field. You know, we got a job mm-hmm. to do. We've got to stick to our game plan and not let the lights get too bright, so to speak. But it was, uh, it, we, all, we all took a second to look and just take in the awe that is U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, and to be able to play there twice, you know, obviously semifinals and the finals was a, a very, very special thing. Yeah, it's it's very unusual that uh, any state plays in a, in a pro stadium, you know, on back-to-back weeks, uh, going for a championship and then playing for the championship itself. So um, we're, we're at that point. Um, it's, it, and I always joke, this is time to put in a little coach speak here, right? I already gave you a little bit of the lead. It's, it's a team honor and all that, but it is your name on there. You are the guy that I'm interviewing right now. Uh, what does it mean uh, to you to win this award and also have your name bandied about with, with the, the, the greatest of them all, Don Shula. It's unbelievable. I, I, it's really hard to put into words. You know, I mean, obviously I would not be here without my amazing staff, my players, the administration that you said, all of those uh, young men and, 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 and coaches involved put me in this position and I couldn't be more thankful. And, and to, to be on the same, you know, on the same piece of paper, you know, it, it's just a, it's a really, really neat uh, experience. You know, I, I still feel like I'm a pretty young coach at 36 years old and, and I've got a lot of coaching ahead of me and, and to know that this is something I can kind of hang my hat on is, is a pretty, pretty neat deal. And, and I'm very, very honored to, uh, to be listed in this nomination. Well, uh, it, it's fun to talk to all of you guys, all 32 winners, uh, because you all are winners. You know, everybody should get a Don Shula Award. Like you said, you guys don't make <laughs> a lot of money and all that. But, uh, you know, from my standpoint, having been around the game for coming up on 50 years at this point, I started when I was 14. I I, I say this all the time, and I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for what you do for these young men and for the schools and the communities. It's, it's, it's so, so important, and, and we 
just appreciate uh, you for, for doing what you do for the young men out there and young ladies. We've got a lot of girls playing the game now, too. So, uh, you know, congratulations, and, and thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Jeff, thank you. I really appreciate you bringing us all to light. It, it's awesome to see more and more uh, publicity for the high school sports because, you know, obviously – NFL and college get a lot of it, but high school is, is a, a neat place to be as well. So thank you for all your hard work. We really appreciate it as well. Thank you. That's the NFL Play Football Podcast. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the NFL Play Football Podcast.